Hi, my name is Nobelin Chirabo and you are welcome to yet another podcast. Um, my intention is to share knowledge that inspires, motivates and energizes people to live to their fullest potential. Today I want to talk about the importance of dreaming big and starting small. For many people, for many visionaries, when they have an idea, when they have a dream, when they have a vision of something they want to do, it could be a business, an initiative, a project, because they're so excited about this idea, because they're so excited about this project, it seems like you just want to go out full board. You just want to give yourself best, your highest energy at it. And so for many of them kind of lose perspective of what's on the ground because they leave their heads up in the clouds. You're seeing the big, the future, you're seeing the possibilities, you're seeing the end. And that's what visionaries are. They start with the end in mind. They kind of see what are the possibilities that many people don't see. What are those things that could become if we actually engage? And, and that is so absorbing for a leader. And that is so absorbing for a visionary that it's so easy to kind of start at that frequency but what normally happens is if you start at that frequency you have high chances of getting disappointed you have high chances of being frustrated why because you have not clearly thought through where you are at the moment what you have to start you're basically seeing the possibilities so it's very important for you to dream big dream as big as you can my philosophy is the fact that dreaming is free but the hassle is real you're going to have to work hard and invest for you to actually actualize your dream, for you to actually actualize your vision, for you to bring it to reality. But the first step is for you to dream. And that in itself is a strength because not many people have that ability, especially in the African context. Many of us as, as Africans, we've not been nurtured to dream. We have been told to think about reality. Like when you think about what do you want to become, our parents nurtured us to think about jobs that, you know, white collar jobs, the jobs that are, are highly paying, the jobs that uh, give you prestige in the, in the community. And so that is how we've been conditioned to look at life. And when you tell people to dream, for most of them, they're like, to what end? I mean, what's the purpose? Why should I even dare to dream if the reality is so different? But dreaming is so powerful and, and it's free and you can dream as far as you want. You can dream as far as, you know, your mind can go. And, and oftentimes I personally believe that whatever you dream, you have the ability within you and around you to actually bring it to reality. It's going to take a bit of planning. It's going to take a bit of uh, systematic uh, structuring for you to implement it. But it means that you have the Seed. And so once you have the seed, you actually have what it takes to bring it to reality. So dream. And uh, one, of my, one of my mentors says, if your dream doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. So when we talk about dreaming, don't dream uh, just small things. Don't dream about today, tomorrow, three years, five years. I mean, dream about things that can change the world, things that can change your community, things that can turn the system around. And you have the ability. Think about that one thing that... Um, frustrates you that one thing that pains you that one thing that keeps you awake at night and think other factors being constant if i had everything all the money all the resources and the power what would i change and how would i change it and how would i go about it and just think about it deeper and see the possibility and when you have a dream, when you're so sure about the dream, then you're going to articulate it. Now, dreaming could be so broad, you're going to have to bring it down to, okay, I want to, I can't save the whole world. I can't solve all the problems. But what is that one thing I want to commit my life to for the rest of my life? What is that one thing I'm going to leave to make a difference? What is that one thing where I'm going to leave my footprint and that is going to better the world and the people that I'm going to work with? And that becomes your vision. And your vision basically narrows it down to a specific scope 
of what you want to do in terms of your impact, your footprint, and your legacy. And so... <clears throat> When you have the dream, you write it down as a vision, document it. I normally tell people, don't leave your dream in your heart. Don't leave it in your head. You're human. You're going to forget. Whatever doesn't get written, doesn't get measured. So write it down. Put it on paper. Uh, for some people, if you're so convinced about it, I tell people, you know, print it, laminate it, frame it, put it there that every day it becomes a reminder for you for the reason why you live, the reason why you wake up, the reason why you do the things you do. And so when you, when, when you have a big dream when you have a big vision you need to start small and and as you start small the first thing that you need to be very uh clear about is why did you start in the first place your why is very important because that's what's going to keep you going when the going gets tough inevitably in life in career in business whatever it is you're going to embark on it's going to have its high moments it's going to have its low moments there are going to be moments where you're going to feel like giving up there are going to be moments where you feel like i'm done i'm tired i can't push this thing anymore and in those moments when you feel like giving up in those moments when you feel like quitting stop and ask yourself why did i start in the first place why did i start in the beginning because your why is your true north is your true compass direction it's what is going to keep you on track it's what is going to keep you going but also the why is what is going to help you evaluate when things are going so well and and maybe whatever you started is going so fast it's probably you're probably losing a grip on many things the one thing that is going to keep you on track is recognizing the fact that you're still doing exactly what you set out to do when you started because your why is your legit reason your why is your motivation your why is your drive so why do you want to do the things you do why do you want to make money why do you want to become rich why do you want to change the world why do you want to become prominent and for you to actually find the answer you need to use what you call the five why ask yourself five times why like give the first answer and question the second answer until you get to the root of why because oftentimes why we think is the reason is not the reason because normally the reason is embedded in a deeper value in a deeper personal value or in a deeper personal need and that's where the why is and because it's embedded in something that doesn't change like a value or in a value Value. that is why it keeps you going all through life so know why you're starting and the fact that you're starting small does not mean you are diverting from your why you can start small and that why will keep you going and trusting your dream until it actually becomes big and becomes a reality the second thing about starting uh, small and dreaming big is the fact that you need to start with the people we know it's interesting especially in business how we always want to market to the stranger to the person you've never known to the person you've never met and assume that they will be so excited about idea they'll be so excited about a business they'll just want to buy it but but that is far from the reality it's always easier to start with familiar grounds your friends and family should be your first supporters now I work in a space with entrepreneurs and a lot of entrepreneurs want to take the lonely path. They want to go at it alone and I can tell you it is lonely, it's exhausting, it is tiring. Don't go at it alone. Get people with you. Get a support system. Who are your friends and family that believe in your dream, that believe in your vision, that are willing to support you. They may not have all the answers. They may not have all the resources, but the mutual support, the emotional support in itself is an, is an investment that keeps you on track, but also keeps you grounded and stable as you work on growing your dream and your vision. So start with the people you know. Get their feedback. Get their insights. Get their ideas. I may not buy from you, but if I'm your friend, I could make referrals. I could give you connections 
connections. I could introduce you to people that otherwise you'd never have been able to get to. And that makes it easier for you to start in a very safe space, but also to scale progressively or rather organically. So when you think about the people, think about the people where you already have social capital and they're willing to support you in the best ways that they can. Number three, when you are dreaming big and starting small, start in the familiar grounds. What do I mean? Go to places that are familiar. Now, I also know that a lot of people engage, especially in the social entrepreneurship space, you kind of have a heart for a problem, you have a heart for an issue, and you just go to a community where you have never lived, you, you don't know the culture, you don't know the people, they don't know you, they don't believe in you, you don't uh, kind of have any connection to that place. It's always easier to go to familiar grounds, just like it's easier to go to people you know, it's easier to go to a place where probably you have been raised there, you grew up there, or you studied there, or you have some kind of root there. People will easily buy into what you're doing whatever you're going to do is going to require people and you need people to buy in and buy into your project into your vision into your mission you want people to rally with you and for that to happen people easily follow people they know people buy from people they know and like so you want to go to a place where you already have some kind of a footprint you have a root in there and so it becomes easy to navigate all these systems and structures talking to leaders getting goodwill and you know getting the buy-in from the from the community it becomes easy even if it's a business it's easy to go to familiar ground so again have the big dream you want to change the world you want to travel the world but before we get to unfamiliar grounds let's start with the grounds that we know <clears throat> and then the third thing about um dreaming big and starting small is you need to stop and analyze what do i already have what resources do i have as as a leader as an entrepreneur you're going to have to know your strength what are the things you naturally excel at what are the things you do exceptionally so well because that becomes your initial asset base that is the initial asset you have you are the first asset you have for your career for your business for your vision and for your dream so you need to know what is it that i have what is it that i can use what is it that i'm already good at what is is it that I excel at and that should become your strategy your strategy should drive from your strength your strategy should drive from your expertise from the things your trackable record because that is so easy to sell that is so easy to build onto when people know you for something it's so easy for them to support you for the same thing to make referrals for the same thing so assess yourself and know what am I good at what strength do I have what skills do I have what networks do I have? What expertise do I have? And then leverage that as a starting point. So start with the things you naturally excel at and that will propel you to grow faster so that you can begin to launch into new territories. But also as you excel at the things you're already good at, you have the time to develop the skills, the competence that you need for you to excel at the bigger things that you've not yet mastered. So leverage your natural strength, leverage your skills, leverage your expertise as a starting point, as your initial asset base for your vision, for your mission and for your dream and then you begin to push it forward and then the last thing as you dream big and start small i would say that yes the why is so important but do not lose perspective of the of the financial beat because whatever you're going to do is going to require money and for many of us especially social entrepreneurs we kind of get caught up in this space where we are so passionate about changing the world we're so passionate about transforming communities we're so passionate about impacting the lives of other people that we kind of lose track of the fact that we're going to need resources to do it so even as you think about the big dream, start with what you have. Your initial capital is your initial assets, your, your talents, your skills and abilities. But also think about 
how do I scale? And thinking about scale is thinking about how do we become profitable? How do we generate revenue? How do we become sustainable in the long run? Have that at the back of your mind as a visionary. Have that. Think about sustainability in the long run. Think about the resources. Think about the planet. Think about the profit and think about the people. Don't just get so carried away by the vision. I know a lot of <clears throat> Young people that get carried away by dreams and aspirations, they love this thing. It's so evident they are carried away by their concept, but they've not thought about the profitability of it. They've not thought about how do I market it? How do I sell it? And now there are things that you can sell in the short run and there are things that you can't sell in the long run. Again, it's having that perspective. You might be making an investment in something that is going to pay off in the long run. That is absolutely okay. Or you might be make, uh, making an investment in something that is going to make profits in the short run. That is also okay. However, find the balance. Don't get so caught up in the short-run profit that you lose you lose focus of the long-term perspective because if there's no long-term perspective, then you're not going to be sustainable in the long run. Again, also, if you focus just on the long-term perspective, which is very important, you may not be able to sustain yourself through the initial stages. So find the balance. Think about all these things as I grow my vision, as I grow my dream, as I bring it to reality. How do I stay Profitable. How do I generate enough money to stay sustainable to keep me afloat? I may not have broken even yet, but I am afloat. I'm not sinking and I'm not soaring yet. And as you keep working at it, you definitely uh, you will scale and you will grow. So dream big but be willing to start small. And the fact that you start small doesn't mean that you're forever going to be small. It doesn't mean that's how you're going to end. And that's what scares many people because when you tell them to start small, they feel like that is what I'm going to be for the rest of my life. That's where I'm going to stop. But that is not it. When you look at some of the most successful people, when you look at some of the biggest enterprises you realize that they actually started small it did not change the magnitude of the vision when you look at their vision statement when you look at their mission statement you realize it's always been big however they had to start somewhere they had to test the waters they had to find their bearings so dreaming is free dream as big as you want let your dream be big enough that it scares you that when you talk about it you get cold chills you know and that in itself will give you the momentum to keep pushing the limits to keep pushing the bars to work past being content and satisfied but also as much as you dream big be willing to bring yourself to reality get your foot on the ground and ask yourself how do i start working on this thing in the simplest surest way i know that i can then begin to build it and scale it until it becomes the vision the reality of the vision that i have in my head so Think about those five dimensions, your, your why, start with the people that you know, go to places that are familiar for you, leverage your strengths, your, your networks and your passions that think you excel at. And finally, think about sustainability, think about profitability, both in the short term and in the long run. And in so doing, you'll be able to actualize your dream from just a vision, from just an idea to a reality. My name is Nobelin Chirabo. You can follow me on social media or you can follow me on my website, www.nobelinchirabo.com. God richly bless you. Hi, my name is Noelin Chorabo and welcome once again to another podcast. We're continuing our series on business inside and today I want to talk about having a plan. In the first episode, we talked about dreaming big and uh, having the willingness to start small. For many of us, we have big dreams and we aspire and want to start big because we dream big. However, the fact that I start small doesn't mean I'm always going to be small. I can have a big dream and be willing to start small as long as I don't lose focus of what the big picture is. So today I want to drill on from there and talk about the essence of having a plan, more so when it comes to a business. 
it's interesting that uh, for many of us, uh, we believe that it's important to have a plan before you build a house. It's important to have a plan before you go on a long journey. It's important to have a plan for all these things that we consider to be very big and very important. And yet, for many people, when it comes to business, they kind of feel like it's one of those things you just jump in. Following up on social media, lots of people these days, you know, kind of post uh, stuff like, oh, I have 5 million shillings. What, what kind of business do I invest in? I have 500,000 shillings. What kind of business do I invest in? And, you know, it's, it's, it's very sad to see that people are looking for business consultancy, business insights from social media. I mean, when you put out a post like that, what do you expect people to tell you? People will tell you what they know, what they think. And when I suggest an idea, it does not guarantee that you actually know how to implement it, that you actually know how to go about it. The other facet in the Ugandan context is how everybody thinks they can actually do agriculture. Like oftentimes when you ask people, what's your retirement plan? Everyone kind of thinks agriculture is one of those things I can just jump in. I can just put up a, a building and then I set a poultry project. Or I can just, you know, go buy land and start and, you know, plant seeds and have a harvest. And, you know, I start growing my agriculture business. But that is so far from the truth. In my experience of working with people in business, I realized that business is one of those crucial decisions or crucial aspects in life where you need and must have a plan so what is your plan before you even start the business do you have a plan before you get money and invest it and you know this is so common for people that actually have the money for people in the formal employment space for people in the corporate sector they kind of feel like they have so much money and so when someone tells them real estate they just go buy land and start putting up structures and they assume that uh once the structures are up, everybody's going to be running after their houses or their rentals. But that's not how it works. So many things go into planning every business, no matter what business you want to do, whether it's a service business, a manufacturing business, a product business, as long as it's a business that you intend to run for the long, uh, for a long time, you must have a plan. You must plan your business before you invest. You must have a plan. Don't just wake up and say, hey, hey my neighbor is doing this, so I'm going to do it. Or people are doing this, so I'm going to do it. Because that's not how business works at the end of the day you must have a plan and so when we talk about plan the first crucial thing we're talking about is a business plan but if you've ever worked on a business plan then you know that it's actually uh kind of scary it is too big it's too wide it's too wide you know in some of the cases and so that automatically scares people off but there's a smaller version of a business plan there's what we call a business model canvas and this is a tool that has been designed and it's free and you can find it on google and search it and just use the template now for the first time if you've never used this template it might be hard for you to actually work through the steps so i really really uh, advise that if you're going to work through the business model canvas for the very first time please get a person that understands it please get somebody to take you through and explain to you the steps and once you have a grip of it you can always use the template for any of your new business ideas, for any of the new business concepts that you want to do. What this helps you do is that you get to understand your business like the hand of the back of your hand. And that's what it's supposed to be. Before you get into a business, you need to have a grip on all the details. You need to have thought through the process, thought through the costing, thought through the, pr the pricing, every aspect of your business, because you're going to meet people on a daily that are going to ask you different aspects of your business. And you need to know what you are doing before you actually start. So 
go through a business plan and uh, start with a business model canvas because once you're done with a business model canvas then you'll have an idea of how to actually draft your business plan for many people once they understand the business model canvas and they fill it out and they have a final draft to work with it's so easy to write a business plan from that point because you understand the different aspects of your business plan and the interesting thing if you can't find a consultant or someone to take you through the business model canvas you can also try youtube youtube has a couple of videos that explain how uh, you work through the business model canvas what it is the different steps because th there's a format there's a structure through which you might you must follow even as you go through the business model canvas and that will give you a very huge understanding of your business one of the crucial or some of the crucial things about the business uh, model canvas or the business plan is everything in business rises and falls on your customer when you understand your customer, you have a strong grip of your business. When you don't understand your customer, you're going to be firing in all the wrong places at all the wrong prices, you know, because you don't know exactly who you are selling, uh, who you're targeting and who you're trying to sell to. And it's, it's also very interesting how many people think, um, you know, like sometimes you ask people, so who is your customer? Who are you targeting? And then someone goes, everyone. Now, the reality is that there's no business for everyone. Whatever business it is, it has a target customer. It has a customer segmentation, which is a whole topic of its own that we're going, we're going to do in one of the other episodes. But just for you to understand that as you think about business, at the center of your business plan should be your customer. Being able to understand who is the person that I'm targeting. What do they look like? What do they like? What are their needs? What are their pains? What is the value they're looking for? Where do I find them? And that kind of informs your location and where you set up your business. So this enables you to plan better. So your product, your delivery, your marketing, your channels, and all these things are centered around the customer. So when you miss that bit of your customer segmentation, it's going to be hard to plan your business. So that's where it starts and that's where it rotates all throughout your business plan. Once you have your business plan, it's important that then you will move on to set goals or targets and, and think about the short term and the long term. Now, uh, for people that have huge visions, sometimes you just get uh, fixated into the future where you think about the big plan, the big vision and all these things that you want to do, but also think about them now. My analogy is the fact that if you're going to start a business, you're planning on starting a business, Think about profitability in the short term and in the long term. Unfortunately, for many people, they kind of fail to find the balance. They either focus on the long term profitability. So they kind of spend the first years of their business investing and investing and investing with the hope that they'll actually get returns in the long run, which does work. Now, uh, this perfectly fits in for people who are running business as a side business, you're uh, formally employed, you're into the corporate sector and you want to run a side business, grow it and then probably exit. That does work for you because what you are literally doing for many people is that you're taking money from your salary and investing it in the business. And in the initial months, it might not even be earning you returns or making profits, but you have the intention to grow it to a point where you actually break even in the long run. Now that is one perspective of running a business. But for people who are going to start a business and you're running it as a full-time job that is your your sustainability plan then you need to think about short-term profitability you need to think about how do we make money in the short run so when you set your goals you're going to have things that you want to do in the long run but also things that you want to do in the short in in the short uh in the short run and what that does is to think about how do we generate money within the shortest period that can keep us running even as we work towards scaling and growing and actualizing our goals now that doesn't mean that we lose perspective of the long term that doesn't mean that the choices we make now should actually uh 
have negative impact on our long-term uh, goals, but rather it should be that the goals and the strategies we take right now are a stepping stone onto the next level where we want to go. So think about profitability both in the short term and in the long term if you're planning on running business as a full-time basis. And then when you set your goals, also set milestones. How do we know that we have hit this level? How do we know that we are progressing? It's Don't just set ambiguous goals. One, your goals are going to be smart, but also set milestones to say within the next three months, this is the milestone we want to actualize. Within the next six months, this is the milestone we want to actualize. Within the next three years, this is the milestone we'll be able to actualize. And for every milestone, please attach what we call a key performance indicator or what you'd call a success factor. In other words, stop and ask yourself, how shall we measure success? How shall we measure progress? How shall we Know that we have achieved this goal that we have achieved this milestone by being able to track that progress along a certain set of standards that you have uh, set for you for your business so that you're able to track but also the other thing is when you don't set uh key performance indicators or success factors then we the people that are working in your business we don't know how to measure success for many people they kind of measure success in being active so the fact that we are being active and we have all these activities happening and maybe we are we are into massive production we are producing does not mean that as a business we are actually actualizing a milestone we might be actualizing our milestones in production but what about the revenue what about the sales are we selling as much as we are producing so that needs to be clear for the people that you're working with so that they can see the entire framework of what you're trying to achieve at which point and how they can measure success so that they themselves can track themselves they can evaluate themselves on an ongoing basis to know whether they're being fruitful productive or they're simply being active and just running activities and then once you have that some you can move into your strategic plan and uh realistically at the moment it's hard to project and for some businesses it's hard to project what exactly is going to be in three years why because uh, especially if your business is driven by technology because the trends are changing so fast that even in the investment space a lot of investors are comfortable to work with a company that at least has a one-year strategic plan so again you may not be able to articulate exactly what things are going to be like in five years because things are changing so fast however we can um speculate where we want to be other factors being constant this is why we're anticipating or even better still, we can anticipate the trends and the changes that are happening and then begin to plan a business along the same lines, along the same trend so that we can stay relevant within the scope of our influence. So having a strategic plan minimum, think about one year, it could be a timeline of activities. What do we want to do within the next 12 months? Or it could be more like a work frame. What are the things we want to work on and the different aspects of the years? Depending on where your business is, have a runway plan that when people are working for you, even if you're not around, people kind of have a clarity of idea and direction of where we're going as a business, where we're going as a company. So have a strategic plan. And while we're talking about all this, there are people that kind of say, oh, I have it all in my head. I have it all, you know, on my hard drive. Now, the thing about human beings, is that we forget it doesn't matter how intelligent you are it doesn't matter how how much of a genius you are you are bound to forget certain details so like they said a short pencil is better than a long memory whatever it is we're talking about talking about your plan talk about the strategy write it down write down uh, the good book says that uh, write the vision make it plain and somebody will run with it the same thing with your business make everything whatever the vision the plan the mission the strategy the goals write it down get into a habit of documenting all these things a short-term 
plan, the long-term plan, document it that way, whoever gets a hold of it can understand it. That even in your absence, people can read and understand. If I'm a new person in your business or in your company, if I read the documentation, your profile, your goals, your strategy, I should be able to understand where you're at and where you want to go. So write it down and document it. And more than writing it, part of building a strong uh, culture that as you begin to bring people to work with you, as you begin to build the team, let them know, share this document with them. It's a growing document. It's a working document. For some of us as visionaries, you kind of have it written in stone. This is the vision. This is the idea I have. This is the strategy I have. The fact that you are a visionary, it doesn't mean you know it all. It doesn't mean you're the alpha and omega of your business. Yes, you are the beginning of your business it doesn't mean you're the end of your business unless you're literally building a business that is going to die with you so when you have this document that's why i'm saying it's a working document it evolves as you get people on team and you share this document with them and say hey this is a vision this is a mission these are our core values these are goals this is where i want to go this is the strategy get their input allow them to add to to this plan to this structure that it can evolve and every time people are involved in the planning they actually take ownership of the business so even as you plan your business if you're planning on working with other people, involve them in the planning process so they are part of the process. They know what the strategy is. They know where we're going. And that will make it easy for them to run with the vision, to uh, stay on track, to keep within the limits of your mission so that you can actually... Um, actualize your goal. So don't keep your vision or your mission and all these things to yourself since, simply because you are the visionary. Share it out to people. I believe that in the multitude of counselors there is safety. So share. Get input from other people. Even if you're working alone, get uh, consult with other people. People have been in the business longer than you. People that are experts on the subject you're trying to work on, get their input. Share with them and you know, be like, this is what I'm working on. What do you think? Because there's so much wisdom. There's so much counsel we can get from other people sometimes as entrepreneurs sometimes as visionaries our challenge is the fact that we keep it all to ourselves now when you keep it to yourself you only have one man one man's perspective you only have your perspective and if you're right then you're going to be right but if you're wrong you're going to be so wrong and so off track and you're going to waste a lot of your time a lot of the resources you have and a lot of your money chances because you are pouring yourself and pouring your energy and pushing a uh, along the wrong direction instead of where you should be going. So get input from the people you work with, but also get input from other people who are experts in your, in your field and in your industry. So before you get into a business, please plan. Take the time to plan it out. Have a plan. Take it from your head. Take it from your heart and write it down. Document it. Let it be a growing document. Share it with other people and get their input. And as they add input, keep adding to it. Keep, keep um, uh, improving it so that it becomes better and better until it becomes a standardized plan that you can work with in the long run. So have a big dream. Be willing to start small. But more importantly, before you start, have a plan. Have a blueprint. Just like builders, don't just wake up and build. They always have a blueprint. Same with us. When you're starting a business, have a blueprint for your business, which is the business plan or in the simplest form, your business model canvas that will ex explain how you work, how you're going to make the money, how you're, who you're targeting, your value proposition, your revenue streams and all these things so that you have a clear understanding of your business, more like the back of your hand that whenever someone asks you to explain your business, you know it so well and you understand it. So that is our podcast for today. Feel free to send me uh, an email or to follow me on www.nobelinchirabo.com if you have a question or we can keep these discussions going on social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. My name is Noelin Chirabo. Have a blessed day.